You may have heard that most people who are black have O blood type. O is commonly needed for emergencies. But did you know one in three of us is a match for patients with sickle cell disease? Regardless of blood type, every day our blood saves lives and eases the pain of those living with sickle cell. Donate blood at Red Cross to help us save a life. Black excellence is in our blood. Visit redcrossblood.org slash ourblood to make an appointment now. Okay, real talk. When did paying someone back become social media? What do you mean? Let's say I'm trying to lurk on you. You know, see what you're doing and who you're doing it with. I can stalk your pay app and find out what you're doing. Oh, yeah, that's, that's kind of weird. You do that? Not anymore. <laughs> I use Apple Cash. It's built into your iPhone, easy and secure. You can send and receive money right in messages. So no public feeds. And the money is immediately available to use with Apple Pay. Babe, did you just send me a dollar on Apple Cash? I just said our cash isn't content. Shh. <laughs> Services are provided by Green Dot Bank. Member FDIC. Terms apply. What's up, Deadass family? It's DeVal, of course, as you can see. Kadena's not with me, but she shares the same sentiment. Uh, we want to let you guys know that this episode of Deadass Podcast was filmed and recorded prior to Kevin Samuels' untimely death. And uh, we wanted to send our blessings and prayers to his family and also say rest in peace to him. High value can only be determined by the person willing to pay the cost. Ooh. Mm. Mm-mm. Mm. So that means if you have a beer budget and champagne taste, you're out of luck. <laughs> Dead ass. I guess. <laughs> hey, I'm Kadeen. And I'm DeVal. And we're the Ellises. You may know us from posting funny videos with our boys. And reading each other publicly as a form of therapy. Wait, I make you need therapy? Most days. Wow. <laughs> oh, and one more important thing to mention. We're married. Yes, sir, we mm-hmm. are. We created this podcast to open dialogue about some of life's most taboo topics. Things most folks don't want to talk about. Through the lens of a millennial married couple. Deadass is a term that we say every day. So when we say deadass, we're actually saying facts. 100. The truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth. <laughs> we about to take Pillow Talk to a whole new level. Deadass starts right now. I'm actually going to take this back to very recent. I was out with, I'm not trying to out anybody, so I'm not going to tell you who I was out with, but it was a bunch of single people. Mm-hmm. And we were all discussing what we considered to be high value, mm-hmm. right? And there was one man in particular, can't say his name because y'all know him. He's a friend of the show. And he was talking about what he considers a high man based on what women have told him, high mm-hmm. value man, right? So, of course, you have to make over six figures, got to be over six foot tall, got to believe in God, <laughs> got to be good in bed, got to have a six pack, got to have nice teeth, got to be a family man, grew up with both your parents. Mm. And he said, that's why bitches is single, because that nigga don't exist. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, that's not true. That man might exist somewhere. I mean, it might not that's be you, babe. you. Minus the six feet tall. Nah, I'm 5'11". All right. So See? I ain't making it. But everything else? 
So I'm not, but I'm not high value enough then. So for some women, I don't, I don't cut it. Right. So lucky me. Lucky you. Yes. Lucky you. But it's, um, it was just funny to me in this moment where we were sitting at the table with these single women and listening to what their idea of what a high value man is. Mm -hmm. And then we were talking about what a high value woman is. Mm -hmm. And for men, it really just came down to looks and being willing to just take care of the man. Mm. That was it. If she looks good and she takes care of me, she's a high value woman. And the women were just flabbergasted <laughs> at this. We were having dinner. And they were just like, what? And they were just like, all the, the men were kind of being like, like, that's all I really look for. Really? So there was like nothing having to do with earning potential, background, upbringing, morals. We're going to dive into I this we more. Should. We're going to dive into this more. But the, the story in it is that women didn't know what men considered to be high value for a woman. And, and men didn't know what women considered to be high value for men. Mm. But we're all out here trying to find each other. Sounds like a clusterfuck <laughs> of confusion, if <laughs> you ask what, me. That's literally yeah. what it sounds like, a clusterfuck of confusion. Yeah. And we, we all sat there, like, amazed at what the other side really thought high value was. Can you pay my bills? Can you pay my automobiles? Can you pay my telephone bills? Uh -huh. Thinking maybe we could chill. I, I don't think, think you do. Mm. So you and me are. You know what that song reminds me of? People make it seem like this whole high value man woman thing is like a new thing because of Twitter. Mm -hmm. But in 2002, Bills 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 came out. Then No Scrubs came out. Mm -hmm. Then No Pigeons came out. Mm -hmm. So the rebuttal. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's like this has been an ongoing conversation. Yeah, this is nothing new. Nothing this new, y'all. Nothing new. Nothing new. All right, let's take a quick break. Yes, and then I guess we'll get into the show. Yes. I value man and woman. What does that look like? <laughs> this show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Listen, y'all, losing two loved ones in a matter of six months, it can be a lot. And a lot of times when you're dealing with grief, you have a lot to get off your chest with your family. That's absolutely right. You know, people carry around all different types of stresses, big and small. When you keep them bottled up, it can start to affect you negatively. And therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to kind of figure out how to work through whatever is weighing you down. If you're thinking about starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist, and you can switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Deadass today to get 10% off your first visit. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Deadass. Hey, what's good, y'all? I think it's important for you to understand why black representation in media is important. It's important because the media represents how people view us. And it's important that they understand that black people are not a monolithic people. That is a fact. And the next generation of influential black voices can be found on NPR's new collection, Black Stories, Black Truths. Black Stories, Black Truths is a celebration of blackness from NPR. Each of NPR's black voices are as distinct, varied, and nuanced as the black experience itself. Every episode is a living account about what it means to be black today, told from a unique black perspective. 
From Bobby Shmurda to The Wire, Michelle Obama to reparations, there's no limit to the range of Black stories, Black truths. Black perspectives haven't always been centered in the telling of America's story. Now they are the story. In NPR's Black Stories, Black Truths, you'll find a collection of some of NPR's best podcast episodes celebrating the Black experience. Listen now to Black Stories, Black Truths from NPR wherever you get your podcasts. Okay, real talk. When did paying someone back become social media? What do you mean? Let's say I'm trying to lurk on you. You know, see what you're doing and who you're doing it with. I can stalk your pay app and find out what you're doing. Oh, yeah, that's, that's kind of weird. You do that? Not anymore. <laughs> I use Apple Cash. It's built into your iPhone, easy and secure. You can send and receive money right in messages. So no public feeds. And the money is immediately available to use with Apple Pay. Babe, did you just send me a dollar on Apple Cash? I just said our cash isn't content. Shh. <laughs> Services are provided by Green Dot Bank. Member FDIC. Terms apply. All right, ladies, let's be real. Who here actually enjoys shaving their legs? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I thought so. And get this. Near, yes, Near, the OG that I used for years, has now leveled up. And they have these new sensational shower creams and body creams that smell amazing. My personal favorite, coconut oil and vitamin E because it's gentle on my skin. And down to the body cream, rich cocoa butter and vitamin E body cream, which is a modern take on indulgent and classic femininity. Okay? It works in as little as three minutes, no nicks, no cuts, and the smooth skin lasts days longer than shaving. Nair's new sensational shower and body creams are free of all those nasty chemicals so you can feel good about what you're putting on your skin. Have a me-time moment with Nair, the number one hair removal brand. Smell for yourself. Try the reformulated Nair body and shower creams available at retailers nationwide and online. So we're back. Story time. It's always interesting conversation, I feel like, when we sit down mm -hmm. with our single friends. Yes. Because, you know, I will be completely honest. Deval and I both, I think at separate times in different moments, have said, man, I wonder what it would be like to be single some days. You know yeah. what I mean? Because we yeah. started dating at 18 and yeah. literally were together for 20 years. Of course, we had our moments of like, you know, mm -hmm. breaks and whatnot. But um, I do not envy the cesspool <laughs> that is dating. The cesspool. I mean, that's not my words. These are words I've heard from single people, you know? Um, and it's just, I think, a lot of general confusion that's happening because it's simply put here or simply put in the mm. conversation that we have with our friends. No one really knows what the other person's looking for sometimes. Well, and people are guessing <clears throat> for the most part. Well, shout out to Trouble because um, she put together this whole list, right? Mm -hmm. High value according to the internet. Well, Which let's is, tell them what high value is. Because at first, when I heard the term high value, I was putting it in a different context. Mm -hmm. So the term high value has gained popularity in the mm -hmm. most recent years, mm -hmm. um, mostly due to influencers like Kevin Samuels, who I'm mm -hmm. sure a lot of people are familiar with, who often boil down the term to the amount of money a man makes and the ability for a woman to produce pretty babies. Mm -hmm. hmm. But as complex human beings with our own unique background experiences, there has to be more that makes us valuable partners, don't you think? Hmm. Um, like I said in my soundbite, value is determined by the person willing to make pay the cost. Mm -hmm. So um, we really can't decide 
what's valuable to people. We mm-hmm. have to let them decide. But like I was saying, mm-hmm. according to the internet, mm-hmm. which is, I say all the time, is always the loud minority <laughs> because, and it's going to sound crazy, don't get upset at me, but studies show that most of the people who consistently interact on people, uh, consistently interact on the internet, do not sit in the majority. This is typically the minority or the extremist. Mm-hmm. The extremists often sit on the internet and combat with other extremists. Right. Most people with any idea, whether it's politics, religion, or sex, or anything, there's there's always a moderate. Mm. But it seems like the extremists always sit on the internet and argue with each other. But then we look at the extremes and consider that to be the truth. Right. And we we have or the to, popular opinion. The popular opinion, and yeah. we have to say that up front because we're using the internet as a barometer because it's where we exactly. find people's. Uh, opinions and it's also just entertaining uh-huh. but um the internet is not real people like we have to <laughs> we have to just say this the it's internet not is real. not a real it's place an illusion, yes it's y'all. not like we have it's earth fake. and then we have the internet <laughs> where other people live on the internet and they exist. No, it's just yes that's just what it's it just is. not real right, right. and some but, people um, live on the internet and you can do that if you want but some people do live on the internet hey but um high value according to the internet right the value of something determined by what the market is willing to pay for it, okay? Mm -hmm. Six traits of a high-value man, according to Mr. Kevin Samuels. Number one, making at least 10K per month. That'll put you in $120,000, Okay. right? All right. Uh, Has made at least 10K per month for at least three years. So so you can't be newly promoted. You can't be new. No, no, no. You have to be doing this. Okay, you got to be well in. He's also accepted by other other high-value men. Which means mm. it's not only about what you make. You have to be accepted by other men who make similar amounts of money, right? Mm. So the rolling rolling in similar circles, I guess. Yes, or, but okay. also, you're, I guess, when it means accepted by other high value men, you can make your money any way. Mm-hmm. But if the way you make your money isn't accepted by other high value men, then it's kind of like mm, I can see that. You know what I'm saying? Like, okay. is he really a high value man? Got you. Has a network of other high value men. That goes with you just said. Just mm-hmm. has a network, so he. Hangs with other high value men. His value is visible on the internet. On the internet again. <laughs> that's that's crazy. There we go. Um, is useful to his group of high value men. This is what's crazy. Nothing in here has anything to do with women at all. <laughs> at all. At all. This is about how he is faring amongst his comrades for the yes. most part. And I mean, if you think about it, it kind of makes sense because if we're going to rate high value men, you have to rate them against other men. Gotcha. Right. So on the internet at that. On, Visible on the, internet. on the internet. So it means yes. that the people who are posting the highlight reels of their life. Yes. On the internet are the ones that would fall under which, this list Which here. to me is kind of crazy because if you don't post on the internet, then that means you're not a high value man. Exactly. Even if you do fit all of these things, if, it's not, if it's not visible on the internet, according to this list, then it's mm-hmm. not high value. And then I also would think that men and women, I mean, it could go either way, would be concerned about posting the fact or just yeah. announcing the fact that they make over six figures because then that in itself right, makes you wonder, are people really even pursuing you for genuine reasons or is it because they see value in you? Well, I mean, I mean, but that's what dating is all about. Dating, dating is all about putting what you offer in the forefront mm-hmm. so that you can attract other people let's think about aladdin right who aladdin aladdin right? aladdin oh, are we suitors, aladdin? no think about favorite? it suitors when they wanted the princess's attention they mm-hmm. had to come flaunt their riches mm. to prove that they were worthy so i mean some of the things he's coming from isn't not like he's pulling it out of the well, air now he's talking about disney that's another fantasy ass world too it is because but remember the way they romanticized marriages okay. 
Okay, that's that's fine. So let's take it to real life. Okay. Courting. Courting. Courting, right? Mm-hmm. It is a man's responsibility to take a woman out on a date. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. It is a man's responsibility to show her the type of life she could live if she was a part of his life, mm-hmm. which means he has to kind of flaunt his his ability to provide. Right. It's the same thing. Yeah, I mean, it's the hey, same thing. It's just now it. that I we just have the internet. Advocate because I'm just, I just, yeah. I'm just saying, like, we can't say it's shallow mm-hmm. when realistically this is what I mean, people are looking for. You know what's funny? For. I don't even think that it's shallow per se. I was just playing devil's advocate because mm-hmm. I can think of even early on when, for example, in most cultures, not most, some cultures, they arrange marriages. Yes. So you know that this family is coming with a certain amount of value. Absolutely. And this family is coming with a certain amount of value. So you want to put two children together who can maintain the value or grow the value because they are together. And being a parent now, I have an understanding, I think, greater of that kind of mindset. You know, after just working so hard for years, building everything up as a family, you want to pair your child with somebody. In social settings, you have Jack and Jill's, for example. Yes. Right? You want to get together with other affluent black people, put your kids together, let them mingle. Mm -hmm. Hopefully they, you know, will grow together and maybe something will happen. So let me ask you a question. Listening to all of this, do you feel like as a woman, if you were single, these would be the things that would you would consider a high value man well i wouldn't necessarily um be placing him amongst other men i think that's more of like a guy thing where you guys would be Mm -hmm. saying okay well you know he makes a certain amount of money he makes a certain amount of money then we can kind of get together and potentially invest or do things together or you can grow your your knowledge Mm -hmm. base being around these kind of men um being a woman looking at this i think 10k a month is is fair Mm-hmm. that's what like you said 120k a year 120k a year yeah that that would be a fair place to start as a woman if i'm saying okay i'm looking at somebody and he's made who's it for at least be, three years which yeah. means he's it's sustainable absolutely it's a sustainable um, lifestyle i do agree with, with room being, for growth i mean you know, right <laughs> there's you, room for growth because you are expensive i am but um is accepted by other high value men i think that is important because even if you make that much money per month right what if you do it in an unsavory way right okay. what if you sell drugs within your community what if mm-hmm. you're a pimp you know what i'm saying like that's you're not that's not considered high value because you're utilizing and extorting not extorting you're exploiting other people Mm -hmm. and their safety in order for you to make money Mm -hmm. so i think the acceptance from other high value men means that people respect your hustle and your grind and how you're able to bring value Mm. you see what i'm saying like i I think that's where that that comes from got you but on here is nothing having to do with looks uh morals family background um nothing is in that no, it's, particular it's, list where i know for a fact as a woman so i was gonna ask okay, you what's what's missing from this what's so missing i think looks definitely okay. i mean that's like the first thing is if people want to call it shallow they can but that's mm. the first thing that's going to naturally attract someone mm. to someone like i'm going to be in a room full of men who's my eyes going to land on first mm. and then from there you spark conversation and then you go on can but i definitely can i um just play devil's advocate here mm-hmm. there are more unattractive higher paid men mm-hmm. with options for women mm-hmm. than there are attractive men with no money mm-hmm. so i would i would beg to differ that looks matter that much to women because it seems as if it don't matter what you look like if you can take care of women that's, well, that's- for some women, if I'm, I'm not, gonna be I'm, looking at you and waking up to you every morning, you gotta look like this so fine specimen next to me, okay? Stop. You better stop. You okay. get pregnant. You better you can't stop. Just be you can't be looking a whole regular. You better regular. stop before you get pregnant. <laughs> no, stay away. No. 
<laughs> no, 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 seriously though. Like when you when you when you answer the questions, I want you to try not to answer just for you. Mm-hmm. Try to answer for what like your your friends and like try to think about how women are they in general. Want, they want someone that looks good initially, at least. Okay. And there's some women who are willing to bypass that and say, you know what? Okay, on a scale of one to ten, he's veering around at five six. However, he has an amazing personality. Was brought up the right right way. Mm-hmm. Loves his mama. You could tell. Takes care of his family. Um, what else? So where does looks it, fall in the list of, of high value? Because that's I know relative to the, the, price, person to the person purchasing. So when it comes to getting married, mm-hmm. though, because looks can be important for me. It seems like looks is important for dating and casually having sex. That's that important. could be yeah. But when for it sure. comes down to marrying a man, it seems like women don't care as much about looks as they care more about. Stability. providing and protecting and stability is I mean, that fair i mean i think that would be fair to say um for some women mm-hmm. <laughs> um you would hope that somebody that you want to marry or eventually will marry is somebody that you can still be attracted to because let's face it even all this money and stuff aside you're going to want somebody that you're physically attracted to sex is important you mm-hmm. know like that sex is that's important, important to women wow wow it's just i think it's important for both parties no oh, it is because whenever a or man, levels of attraction. No, because whenever a man says sex is important, women always say sex is not that important. I think it's important in marriage. Is okay. it agreed just, upon often in marriage? Saying, not. It's I, not agreed I'm used upon. To getting blasted for saying that sex is not that important. It's not that high on the totem pole. Okay, so sex may fall on different levels for men versus women in marriage, but I think overall sex is important because it's always a topic of conversation. All right. right. So I like where this is going because now we're talking about a high value man, mm-hmm. not in terms of Kevin Samuel's take. Well yeah, his list is just you know I'm saying his list is based on to his, him. And he, the truth is he's a heterosexual man. Right. So if we're being honest, mm-hmm. his ideas of what uh, a high value man is don't doesn't matter, right? Because we're not trying to attract Kevin Samuels, right? High and he's men not trying are to trying to, him, so yeah. it's right. So men are trying to be attractive to women in this case. Mm-hmm. So if this is the case, you're saying looks is of paramount importance. I think yeah, looks is definitely high up there on the list for sure. Okay, and we're talking um, about marriage, not just dating at this point. Like deliberately, like de- dating deliberately to find someone to marry. Yeah, I would think so. I just feel like that's just the initial step. In order to say, hey, mm-hmm. what's going to intrigue me to come up to you and say, hey, hey, what's your name? It's looks. Yeah, it's looks. Boom. That's going to be the okay. initial thing for me. So the first thing is looks. Right. I get it. I'm checking out sense. your teeth. That's fair because men is the your same breath, thing. Your breath, your right. fingernails, how well you're put together. Is your clothes put on properly? Here's, here's Did you question. iron? Here's another question though. When you, if you were single and approaching man, a man, are mm-hmm. you approaching every man with the idea that this might be my husband or it's like, Let's see if I have fun first, and then if I have fun, then this might be a potential. I think if I'm intentional and, and I'm deliberate about where I am, say I am mm-hmm. in the pursuit of someone to marry, then yes, I would pursue somebody with that off the bat. Like, hey, you know, what's going on? You have mm-hmm. to get to know the person first. But but Because we have to be fair to both men and women in this day and age. Mm-hmm. Back in the day, and we're talking about way back in the day mm-hmm. when it was all about chivalry and women weren't even in the workforce that much, much women dated differently right mm-hmm. because at the at the time like say the 50s and 60s when women were not in the workforce when you met a man you were meeting a man for marriage mm-hmm. now women make their own money mm-hmm. so even their value on how much money a man makes doesn't have to be as high as it once was because they can take care of themselves right and a lot more women have more sexual freedom so sometimes women aren't even coming to the table with i'm looking for a husband sometimes it's like yo 
I may be looking for a good time, not a long time. Yep. So I think as long as you're deliberate about it, you set that intention off the bat. Okay. But not on the initial meetup. I mean, I'm thinking I'm talking about like the first meetup. First meetup, it's just like attraction. Yeah, it's just attraction. So it's like, Boom. great, let's see where this goes. Okay. But if okay. you know in the back of your mind that that's eventually where you would like to land is okay. to be married. There you go. Then that's dating with what purpose? Dating with intention. That's right. the term I hear a lot of people use now. And then you have the ones like you said are just out for a good time. Okay, so you got looks, right? Mm-hmm. After looks, you said it. Was. I would definitely say money. Money. Yeah. Okay. So like after you, so y'all gone on a couple dates. Mm-hmm. You've gone on a couple dates. The first thing you're thinking after he's attractive is, can he support my lifestyle, or could we, if we were to be together, is this type of lifestyle that I could live? Right. Or for me, it's more about let me see where this man's ambition is. is okay. Where, it, you know, it, it's more. It's not just only money. It's a, sometimes it's a lot of ambition. Oh, I, I see. So I want to see a drive. I want to see a hustle. I want to see a work ethic. Because that I can lead see, to money. Because it can okay. lead to money. Okay. However, not also. Talk, you know, some people talk a good game and they can sound super ambitious that's and they true. can sound like they have all the right that's ideas. True. And then that's that person that is waiting to get their trucking company off the ground. And then years later, nothing happens. That's true. Because they may have the gift of gab. That's true. And they may be that's able true. to tell you about all the things that they have in the works that may never come to fruition. Okay. So I think that it's important to decipher, like, what's the difference between someone who is actually putting the wheels into motion to achieve these things versus someone who just has the gift of gab and okay. can talk a good one. So his looks, then it's to see where his financial situation is, his ambition is. Mm-hmm. Um, what's the next I would love process? to see how he is around like his groups of friends, family. I think that's a very big okay. telltale sign his when you're talking to someone. So his network. His network. So yeah, who so are the people around him? So man's network also determines his value. I agree. Okay. So I agree. We, okay, so I like So yeah, that. has a network. I mean, I guess I wouldn't necessarily agree, say that accepted by other high value men but yes no no, no the but network. there's two difference it's accepted mm-hmm. by other high value men and then has a network right so yeah I, I, I would have to agree with having a network of other yeah. high value men because if you're the sixth person in a group of six millionaires mm-hmm. then you're going to be the next millionaire right. Right? right if you're the sixth person in a group of bums then you're going to be the next bum, bum exactly. so when you have a high network of a, a network of high value men Mm-hmm. More than likely, this person can sustain being a high-value person because their network allows them to right. continue to grow. Absolutely. So like They're that. around people of like-minded you know, um, ideas. And so, so here's, here's the thing. It says, is accepted by other high-value men, right? Um, we also had this conversation because amongst my friends who are professional, mm-hmm. right, trying to compete with scammers, drug dealers, and other men who don't make their money in the quote-unquote legal savory way, mm-hmm. how does a professional man compete with those men? And mm-hmm. that's where I think it comes to is accepted by other high-value men. Okay. Because, for example, you know, we come from in Brooklyn, Flatbush, Canarsie. Scamming is a big deal. Mm-hmm. These dudes make a lot of money. Mm-hmm. So for a lot of young women, it's easier to be attracted to that type the of lifestyle, lifestyle. And they pass yeah. over on the good guy. And the funny thing is I saw a meme the other day that said... um. A lot of you young women passed up on the good guy to uh, be with the drug dealer, but now you're looking for a good guy to raise the drug dealer's kids. Ooh. And I was like, dang, that's Yikes. that's deep. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And then mm-hmm. um, and that goes back to when you're looking for a man, right? His acceptance in society, not just a high value man, but in society kind of determines on, you know, longevity. You know, mm-hmm. can he sustain that lifestyle or is that the lifestyle that's going to lead to either death or prison? Mm-hmm. And I think that's where it comes from accepted by other high-value men. I, 
can see you know that. what I'm saying? I can see that. So um, Definitely. where does that go on the, the list for, for women? Yeah, I think that would fall, I guess, you know, kind of maybe mm-hmm. at the same level of network, if not right below that. Because, okay. yeah, that's also, I think, very, um, very important, especially when you are thinking about just longevity in a relationship. Because, mm-hmm. you know, of course, any relationship is going to have its ebbs and flows. But mm-hmm. if you have somebody who is at least solid and you know that once you're together, mm-hmm. of course, better together is what mm-hmm. we've experienced as well, too. So days when you didn't have it, I had it, right. vice versa. Right. So um, if I at least know that I'm rocking with somebody who I can depend on, then it's a win-win. He also put here his value is visible on the internet. I wonder if he put that based on what he's heard from women. Mm. It's if he's made his list based on this is what women are saying. I wonder too, use. because in my circle of friends, I've spoken you know, about random, random um, interactions that my single friends have had mm. and whatnot. So one thing that is sometimes a turnoff or mm. raises a red flag because everyone's throwing out red flags now is if you meet someone, mm. you get their Instagram page and their page is private. Or if you get someone and they don't have social media, Which it's almost it's almost as if to say, what do you have to hide though? Right. Why are you not right. on social media? Right. So no one can find you on Facebook and Instagram. It's like, do you really want to be that detached from the world, from people, right. from your past? Because you know, the internet has a way of keeping you does, connected to the past. It does throw up a red flag, but I'm gonna be honest, that doesn't bother me. It wouldn't bother me either. But in in moments, just but in moments, I people, get it. Yeah, because it's just like it. There's so much value placed on yeah, this world of the internet and social media that it's like if you don't have these things, something is wrong with you. Something's abnormal That's true. That's because true. What, what's the mystery behind this person? Why they don't have a social media? It's come up in conversation. So you would say that his list is pretty. I would say this is pretty accurate. accurate. And then, of course, adding to it. You would add looks. Mm-hmm. You would add looks. You would also add how they treat their family or interact right. with their family. Right. And what was the other one you said you would add? And I mean, as, as I get to know the guy, it would be how he treats me. You know? How he treats you. And is also, you said sex. Respectable. Yep. I mean, sex, if it eventually leads sex. to that. Yeah, sex because he Because he doesn't have sex here, which would lead me to believe that women don't value sex when they think about a high value man but you're saying that that's not the case yeah because like you said kevin too is probably as a heterosexual male not right. interested in that right but as a woman yeah sex is definitely important okay and, and uh size there you go <clears throat> so i mean and that's but that's important and he should mm-hmm. put that up there right size so size matters yes there you go that and i think that that's important because length and girth to be exact <laughs> length and girth yep because i've known a person or two who been talking to somebody mm-hmm. and things were going really well and her boy know was cool and he's so nice mm-hmm. and you know he may not even necessarily be a 10 you know mm-hmm. he might be a 6.5 and then one thing leads to another and mm-hmm. he's like a 3.5 in the pants Damn. and then that in itself can be a turn off too well so i'm gonna be honest and say that um I think that is fair mm-hmm. because we put so much pressure on women to look a certain way and to be a certain thing that if that's what you require as a woman, I think it's fair for you to ask that. You know Absolutely. what I'm saying? Like I don't, to me, I don't think anything is shallow because mm-hmm. you have one life. And I think in life you should go for exactly what you want and you shouldn't be shamed for saying exactly what you want and what you need because it's your life. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, like no, no one can shame you for saying this is what I want or need. Um, I do think in because of misogyny, 
they have taken away a woman's right to say what she wants or needs sexually, mm -hmm. right? Because it's like, well, we can't hurt the male ego. But you know what happens when you do that? Women go into these relationships and become unfulfilled because their whole life they're told you can't say what you want to need from your husband or your man and you have to just take what they give and you're unfulfilled and then you reach that breaking point where you know what, this is not for me. And then women are just like men. They're like, I'm going to go get what I need mm -hmm. or what I want regardless of what you think. Yep. That happens a lot. I'm going to go people, get it or think it divorce. Don't. Yes. A lot of people are entering into these marriages and being like, mm, you know, this isn't actually for me. So if, if I'm being honest, I think women should be honest about what they want and need sexually the same way men are. Mm -hmm. This way we can be upfront and say, all right, if that's what you want to need. And if I meet that, then we cool. If I'm not, then let's move on. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. But um, we had that conversation as well, too, at the table. And it was interesting to hear women's perspectives on sex when it comes to that and i think we should talk about that because you know what for tripped me sure. out too there were five tra six traits for a high value man but there were 15 traits <laughs> I for saw a high that value woman I, noticed. I was like wait a second so 15 traits but let me tell you what the 15 traits for a high that, value woman are so um i'm not sure where this list came from right do we know triple i don't know where this list came from but this yeah. wasn't this wasn't according to Kevin Not according Samuels. to Kevin Samuels. Okay. And I she, think okay. the reason why he doesn't have one for high value women is because his audience is predominantly women. Mm -hmm. So he hears from women what they consider to be a high value man. There's not a lot of men saying to him what they consider. What they I consider guess this, that. This yeah. list must come from someone else. Gotcha. So, go All right. So first, she embraces femininity. Okay. She cares about her appearance. Okay. She's agreeable. Okay. She's a champion of women's causes. Okay. She's kind. Only associates with high-value men. Okay. Has good female friends. Cares about her reputation. Classy. Always improve. Always improving herself. A peacemaker. A tribe builder. Embraces healthy sexuality. Not a victim. Saves her sexual power for one man. Wow. Hmm. Wow. It just shows you how different the values are for men and women and what they put values in. Mm-hmm. Right. It's almost like I read this and I felt like a ah, around like they were just like raising this woman onto a pedestal like this is exactly what every man wants. And it may not be. It may not be. But but one thing I did notice that when you talk about men, the first thing they talked about was money in the first two. Mm -hmm. And then the, the third one was his acceptance by other high value men, his network of other high value men. It has to be visible on the Internet. So there's a huge emphasis on finances. on finances when it comes right? to men for but sure when it comes to women there's an emphasis on embracing femininity her appearance yeah her being agreeable championing women's causes you see so the, there's the nothing difference? here for the woman about making money, money. really at no. all no she associates with the high value man but in what context because so, i guess only associates with high value men means if she's dating she's only dating men of a certain caliber mm -hmm. which i mean as a as a man I would definitely put value on that. Gotcha. You know, I remember uh, what my uncle told me, my uncle Kevin, he was, he always had women around when I was growing up and he was, he was younger, but he always told me, you don't, you don't go for the woman that's going after every guy. Mm. You go for the woman who's very selective mm -hmm. because if she chooses you, that means she's trying to, to see which guy works for her and not just running after attention from every guy. Mm. And he told me that from a young age. Mm -hmm. And I was just like, hmm, it okay. makes sense. And and in my life, that's typically the women that I gravitated towards. I wanted the quiet women who 
were to just themselves minding, my own business. minding a business yeah who <laughs> you know who i was like okay well she's not running from for attention from everyone mm-hmm. she's selected about who she gives her attention to yeah you know that. what i'm saying so no, for i sure. get that i can get that for sure too um she's agreeable a champion of women's causes is kind always seeking to improve herself so appearance is on here appearance um, improving herself so she at least yes. taking some sort of pride in the way that she looks um embracing healthy sexuality I guess that looks different for different people too. Yes. <laughs> because mm-hmm. right now we're in a in a culture where I guess sexual freedom is Yeah, but you can have sexual totally... freedom and do it in a healthy way. Right. I, and exactly. I, I see that's why it says embraces healthy sexuality. And and I'm I'm kinda glad that changes, but then it goes down and says she saves her sexual power for one man. Mm. Which means men are high value men are looking for high value women who are seeking monogamy. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It, it seems like they are looking for a, a woman who wants to be with one man and not necessarily looking to be with a bunch of different And then men. going back to like even just the finance part of it where it says that men are, um, everything was pretty much based around money and nothing here having to do with that for women. How much is it, do you think, a high value man is looking for a woman who is high value making money? Well, for me personally... I, I've never considered how much money you make or a woman make to be a deal breaker for me, mm. right? Like my, my father always told me it is my responsibility of the man to be able to provide and protect my wife because if I'm going to ask a woman to have children for me, what if she has a baby and she can't go back to work? You know what I'm saying? Like carrying, and my father told me this, carrying a baby is the hardest thing a person in the, on the world has to do. It is unfair for a woman after having a baby to be forced to go back and split responsibilities in the household when she's had the sole responsibility of creating the life that y'all did together. And if you think about it, that that makes sense. Now, for some women, that sounds misogynistic. And Mm -hmm. for some women, it sounds like, well, I don't need to be protected. I can do it on my own. That's fine. And if that's fine for you. Mm -hmm. But me as as a man that can handle all of the responsibility financially, I'm not looking for a woman to have that in order for us to be a pair. Mm. If she does, it's not a turnoff because you make a lot of money. It wasn't a turnoff. You always had career aspirations, so it's not a turnoff. But there were moments in your life where you were just like, I kind of want to stay at home and focus on the kids. And I was like, cool. So it also wasn't a turnoff when you said you didn't want to earn. So for you, it was knowing that, okay, Kadena's ambitious and she can do all the things, but she doesn't have to do all the things. A tribe builder, right? Mm-hmm. A tribe builder. When, for me, when I, when I saw you, it was like, this is a woman that could help me do anything I want to do. If I needed her to earn income, she can. If I needed her to take care of the kids, she can. When I need her to take care of me, she can. If I need her to help out with my parents, she can. You know what I'm saying? My, my, brother, and sister, my brother and sister have kids. If, if I need her to help with them, she can. Mm-hmm. To me, that was one of the most important things in a high value woman for me it was she's a builder i I, when i look at women i i look at your ability to create life and nurture right so it's like anything i have whether it's a child or an idea Mm -hmm. you can nurture it to its full progression full full potential and help it come to fruition ah so that's for me i guess conversations like this um intrigue me Mm -hmm. and i think they mildly trigger me in a sense because i'm raising four boys who will eventually be men 
Right. And I want to be able to have conversations like this with them mm-hmm. to just kind of prepare them for what they may encounter. Now, granted, we weren't on a dating scene for years. Right. And what the dating scene will look like for them right. when they're of age, God only knows what that's going to look like. But, you know, I would want to hope that they would find somebody who is, you know, of equal um stock you you know right, like somebody right. who can elevate them as well i would be also very interested to putting on the list of high value things as particularly when my boys is, are looking for someone mm. to to date eventually if that's what they choose i want to make sure that she has some earning potential I, I, and that she's not somebody that will just be hanging mm. on just to hang on because it's like oh he got me so i could just sit back and do whatever i feel you, know? you. i feel you but um i'm gonna be honest your boys may not be looking for that mm-hmm. like um we we have put our sons in a situation where they're not gonna have to come from the bottom like we came mm-hmm. the same well that's our why parents. i'm more concerned because it's like we've worked so hard yeah to establish that for them so it's like you're not about to just no i, I get pick that. up any old body but but my thing is a woman's power doesn't owe any person's power doesn't always come from earning potential mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. like that's just not the case just because you can't earn money doesn't mean you don't have value. No, and of I say not. that no, for men, not saying that right? And either. I say that for yeah. men and women, mm-hmm. right? Because you may have a woman who's just she's just a killer when it comes to creating revenue, mm-hmm. and she may be looking at men like okay, even even she may she makes may make so much money, right? Take say for example, the budget nista, mm-hmm. she makes Tiffany. ten Tiffany. She Shut makes up. ten figures a year. <laughs> I can guarantee you. She probably doesn't look at, um, you know, and God rest her, her husband's soul. Her husband just passed this past year. Mm-hmm. You know, prayers up to Tiffany Alice and her husband. But if she were looking for another suitor, you know what I'm saying? She, I know she's still mourning. She's a widow now. I can guarantee you she's not probably saying you have to make X amount of dollars because money is not something mm-hmm. she's looking for. She mm-hmm. probably has so many other things in her life that she wants or needs help with that she may be looking for a man that could help facilitate those things. And it mm-hmm. may have nothing to do with revenue. Does that make him of less value because he doesn't do that? No, because value is only determined by the person willing to pay, pay the, the cost. And what they're what in the market for. You see what I'm saying? Definitely. So to be perfectly honest. And that can go for these, man or woman. It, and that's that was the whole point of my soundbite. These yeah. lists really make no fucking sense. <laughs> Right. Because once once you create a list like this, right, for a man or a woman, Mm -hmm. what you're then doing is conditioning people to look for that as opposed to conditioning them to look within to say, what do I need? Mm -hmm. And once I figure out what I need, what do I need? And what do I have to offer this person who may have these things on their list? Hold on one second. Let's I'm going to make it very direct to you. Right. Mm -hmm. When I retired from the NFL, Mm -hmm. I was still a high value man. Still made a lot of money. But in that moment, I wasn't making any money. Mm-hmm. I needed an earner. Mm-hmm. Did I not? You did. Right? I yes. needed. So in that moment, I needed a woman who can generate revenue while I was building my business. I was in a moment of entrepreneurship. Mm-hmm. So it's funny how all of these traits for high value women, right, mm-hmm. don't have anything about earning potential or education, right? Education, but the yes. truth of the matter is. Any woman who comes to the table with earning potential and an education is high value. Because I did also see on the internet that they were saying, so you're telling me a woman that has an education and is 
earning money is not of value to a high earning man or it could be intimidating to that man. And there was a debate going on. And I was like, and, and I was watching and I was sitting there saying like, absolutely not. Mm-hmm. Like, absolutely not. That's the, That doesn't put you lower on the list because you're more educated. Because there's also this myth that black women are some of the most educated people in this country. Mm-hmm. Of all the demographics, all the races, black women have the most degrees. Mm-hmm. And that's what make them the least attractive. Mm-hmm. Because they have the most degrees. The so myth is that they're least attractive because yeah, they the have myth, the most degrees. The myth, not that they have the more degrees. No, no, no. The myth is automatically that they're the least attractive. The, That's okay. the myth. Well, yes, of course. And we then know the, that. And then the answer to that is, well, they have the most degrees. They're the most intimidating to high-value men because high-value men don't value women mm-hmm. with degrees. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Now, they always change the goalposts. Before <laughs> it was the degrees things, it was women, uh, black women weren't uh, desirable because they just didn't look good, mm-hmm. right? And then we watched how society has just mimicked and imitated everything from a black woman from her hips to her breasts to her lips to her hair Mm -hmm. so now it's no longer that they're not attractive no that's not what it is (laughs) well that that was a lie what we're saying now is that they're so educated because they had to carry the black community for so long Mm. that they're intimidating to high value (laughs) men so if you want to get a high value man you should dumb yourself down and not talk about how much money you make that's that's what we're seeing on the internet and what we talked about before on the internet is that it's not a real place it's always the extremists mm-hmm. and the loud minority sharing their opinion the most and people thinking that this is what it is. I'm telling you it's not. Because right, because wasn't there a percentage too about the, the the number of black women marrying black men? Yes, because the the myth was that black men don't marry black, black women because right. they're not desirable. They're not, right, exactly. And then That's what Tribble mm-hmm. pulled up the stat, and this was a couple of years ago, I think right. it was over 80%. Yes, it was over that 80%. All black men who are married are married to, to black, black women. women. And then yeah. the myth was is that as black men ascend in life, they marry less black women, which we debunked, which was false, because as black men made more than $100,000, which put them in the top 2% of earners, they married black women at a higher rate. Mm-hmm. And then once it was over 200000 which put them in the top 1% of earners, they hired black women at an even higher rate. But right. what they focused on was the few that married white women mm-hmm. and said this was the standard. Standard for it, right. Right. So, and, and, and I just say all of this to say a lot of these traits, to me, are traits of the loud minority who yeah. are saying what women and men need to be like in order to find love. And I'm giving you an example of, of a time it's where fake. it's not real. Like, <laughs> I, I kid you not, guys, when I was at my lowest coming out the NFL, mm-hmm. It was like, I felt safe because I was like, you know what? If I take at least four months and just focus on my business and let Kay handle this aspect, even though I was still paying all the bills and making sure everything was good because I'm still always going to be a provider, the fact that I knew my wife could handle it Mm -hmm. if I couldn't gave me enough gall to take chances. Chances, right. And And a level of comfort to do it while you were doing it. Absolutely. And I took those chances and I reaped the benefits of those. We reaped the benefits of those chances. And it was able to get to a point where now it was like, okay, okay, you can earn if you want to, but you don't have to. Mm -hmm. But those first, that first year of marriage, you had to. We needed insurance, right? We needed additional income just in case something fell through with the business. We just had a baby. And I needed an earner, mm-hmm. right? Here's, here's, quote unquote, everything they said is in a high value man, other than the fact that I'm about an inch short of being six <laughs> foot. But it's I needed an earner. Did you make up for it? Yes. 
fuck about it, baby. All right, now. Got the mic by your face. You better stop. You better stop. (laughs) (laughs) But But also, too, what this made me also, in you saying that, made me think that you had me in a space where I felt comfortable being Mm -hmm. able to sit back and do everything that I wanted to do Mm -hmm. for you and Mm -hmm. for us because I knew I wasn't with some dude that was just some bum-ass dude that was on to the next, you know, dream, quote-unquote, that he was trying to chase and not going to eventually bring this to fruition. I see what you're going. So you're saying at that point I wasn't making $10,000 a month. But you could see I in my could potential. See, and I knew because why? We mm. communicated about what we both mm. were doing. We wanted. Mm. There was a vigor behind us. That's deep. There was a drive. That was something that was not, that was tangible. I could feel that. So, Although the tangible money wasn't in the account at that point. So that's deep because according to this, it says you're not considered a high value man if you haven't been making 10K, 10K per month for the last three years. Mm-hmm. And what you're saying was you didn't, need you, that, you didn't need that validation. Nope. In that moment, because you saw something in me that had more value than just me making tank. See, now that's that's deep. That's deep on both sides, because here you have a woman saying you saw something that wasn't on this list. Mm -hmm. And here you have a man saying that I saw something in you that wasn't on this list that people aren't mentioning. Mm -hmm. And that's what made us work. That's exactly it. And that's the whole point of looking at these lists and saying why you can't just create a person based on the list you see on the Internet. Mm hmm. Because you don't know what you're going to need or want in that moment in life. And who the fuck put this list together anyway? You know what I mean? The loud that might minority. work for them. The loud exactly. minority. Here's exactly. another thing too. The loud minority be mostly people who are single yeah. on the internet. So it's like if you're in a relationship and you're trying to determine if your man or your woman is of high value, you don't even why would you go to, to the internet <laughs> to you ask single time people? To, if you are in a relationship or you are married, you should not have time to be on the internet conversing about what it is that these people are looking for no i just i mean but that but that's but that's how it goes but no but let's think about it though if you're going to decide what value is why would you ask people who haven't been in successful relationships what they find value in because clearly well, that's the they haven't figured it out Right. So what you should do is ask people who are in successful relationships, mm-hmm. what was the value you saw in your woman or your man? Mm-hmm. Because that to me should really be the barometer. Right. Mm-hmm. We should start asking couples who have been together for a long periods of time and have shown success in their life. I'm not talking about the couple that just stuck together and they hate each other. I'm talking about the couple who are continuously working together, building businesses, um, um, building a, the next generation through their family, paying it forward. We should ask those couples, mm-hmm. what did you find in value in a woman? What did you find value in a man? Because those are the people who figured it out. Absolutely. Asking a bunch of single people their values for, for men and women, to me, make no sense. Whenever I meet a couple who's been together for a long time, you know, you'll meet somebody's mm-hmm. parents or something, and they're like, oh, we've been together for 40-something years, married 50 mm-hmm. years. I always ask them, how did you make it work that long? Yeah. What did you do? Yeah. You know, and I remember seeing um, probably some Instagram video or something where they were in a nursing home or in a hospice care center. And Mm -hmm. they were asking these people who were pretty much in their last days, like, what was your one regret in life? Or like, what are the things that you wish you could have changed? And I'm like, the people who have been through the most life and the most experiences are the ones who we should be asking. Not necessarily our peers. Absolutely. If that's something that we're aspiring to. I agree. Um, so when it comes to high value men and women, there's a couple of things I think we can also consider some things to add in there that can probably fall on either male or female. Um, and in talking about just uh, mental health, awareness, um, emotions mm. and all that emotional intelligence 
is very is very good relationship requires great communication. So making sure that you have somebody who is able to express themselves, mm-hmm. say how they feel, can just have a good conversation all together. Um, emotional intelligence is the basis of communication. So self-awareness. Are they aware of their own emotions, their drives, their personality and passions? Um, self-management, deferring pleasures, staying power, grit, which is something that I definitely saw right. in you. Um, social awareness. So are they aware of other people's emotions, emotions and social dynamics um, and relationship management? So that's building and managing positive relationships. And that could not just be with you, but people around them. Well, automatically, I'm noticing two different things. First, first and foremost, the first list was very superficial. Mm hmm. And I think in a way it has to be because when you're thinking about what you're looking for, you don't know these people yet. Mm-hmm. So it's like we, we also have to be fair. Right. Of course. To the list. That's great. Right. Because if we're talking about high value based on what we are aspiring to see, mm-hmm. you you can't really say, I know this person has this. It's like, well, based on what I see. Right. Surface level. So I, not for nothing, I may probably gonna get some slack for this because I'm. I'm going to applaud Kevin Samuels and also the other person who wrote this list is because what it has done is it's it has exposed people's flaws and what they're looking for in a life partner. Mm. You know? If, when you if, say they're flaws, what do you mean? It's flawed in how your approach is the searching approach is for it. someone. Got you. Based okay. on what people have said is brings value to them. Mm. And I think that he has exposed that mm-hmm. not only for women, but also for men. Mm-hmm. Right. If you're going into situations with a very shallow surface level viewpoint of what you want in a man or a woman, you're not going to ever find any real value. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. If, you, if you look at these lists here and everything on the list is just surface. Right. And all of these people check these boxes based on the surface. When you get into a relationship, now you're struggling because. This person checks all my boxes of what I thought would be a high value person and I should be in love. But they don't have emotional intelligence. They don't have social awareness. They're not empathetic. Mm-hmm. Then you're like, wait a minute, I, I found everything, but mm-hmm. now I'm not happy. Yeah. So then well, you go why- to the next version of that and you repeat the cycle of surface level, surface level, surface level. You get your heart broken mm-hmm. and you realize like, dang, what's flawed is my approach to looking for love. The, the approach is flawed. And that's why, that's why I say we have to we have to applaud Kevin Samuels mm-hmm. and the other person I, that, that wrote this list because mm-hmm. they've exposed the fact that those looking for love have a flawed approach. Yeah, I think, yeah, I, I agree with the a flawed approach part. And that's in turn why I said, too, like if I walk into a room and the first thing that is going to be the thing that attracts me to somebody is looks. Some people might say that that's shallow or that's mm-hmm. flaw, a flawed approach is mm-hmm. looking for that first. But I have to also be honest to what matters on my list. Yeah, that's somebody else. Yeah, list, absolutely. You know? I agree. I agree. Um, so also um, piggybacking off of the emotional intelligence part that we spoke about just now, purpose. Yeah. When a person has a purpose, yes, they have, they are driven to create the life that they want without relying on another person to create it for them. Yes. Ambition. I saw that in Deval's eyes mm. when I had when I met you. Well, our first date. I we should were say we were eighteen, 18. and the way you spoke about your conviction for the things that you wanted to achieve in life. And I was like, wow, he really has shit figured out. And it was inspiring to mm. me. I was like, wow, this is somebody that I feel like I could really just like vibe with because he's about something. You know, mm-hmm. how many times do you meet somebody and you're just having a conversation? And you're like, just, <laughs> somebody, nah. somebody call me real quick and tell me there's an emergency so I could dip from this conversation. Yo, like, let me I tell knew you, that early. Let me tell you, as a man, a woman with purpose is just as high value. Because we sat down and talked about our dreams together. 
True. You were you were fine. You became an RA, then RA, you won RA of the year, AD, AD of the year, RD, RD of the year. You were going on internships. You were you graduated magna cum laude. To me, it was purpose. Everything you did was purpose driven. So as a man, as much as we say, oh, we want a woman with feminine energy. Yes, we do. But you don't want to roll over a pushover. You don't want to pet. Mm-hmm. You don't want someone you have to tell, stand here, exactly. smile, You don't want somebody here, you got to train. Right. You, <laughs> you want someone who's going to move through life with purpose the same way. Mm-hmm. So I, I don't think that purpose is just for a man. or It's, it's for both. Like yeah. both people have to have purpose. Because that purpose also sometimes doesn't even necessarily translate to something that's lucrative financially. It could right. just be somebody who is so... Um, driven in their purpose to exist and just be full of life and be happy with whatever they're doing. That can help that you. That in itself is attractive. Absolutely. Because that person may not be making all the money, right. but their energy, their aura, what they bring to fulfill you, can, that's, that could that's be what I'm looking for. Priceless. That could be what I'm looking for. And that for. may be what you need in right. that moment, right. for sure. Self-care, that includes hygiene. Yes, like I said, them teeth, <laughs> them fingernails, I'm looking at all of them. Yes. Um, habits that promote good physical and mental health. You can have all the money in the world, but no. if you don't take care of yourself, baby, how will you live long enough to spend it? Okay. That's Working out cool. together, taking care of self. Self-esteem defined as confidence that one's own worth or abilities or confidence in that. I got to um, jump on this self-respect. with self-esteem. Self-esteem. Yeah. Self-esteem is important for men and women, right? Because if you have a quote unquote high value man with low self-esteem, you know what he's going to do? Mm. Project that Projection. entire self low self-esteem onto whatever woman or women Absolutely. he's dating in that moment Absolutely. and constantly make you feel less than because his self-esteem isn't high enough. Absolutely. Same thing. If you're dating a woman that's supposed to be high value and she has a low self-esteem, her insecurities are going to drag you down as a man. And what are we not responsible for in a relationship? Someone the else's person. Exactly. Someone else's happiness. Insecurities. You can't. Oh, that's true. You, yeah. You are not responsible for someone else's insecurities. You're not. That's a them problem, not a you problem. So See, self-esteem it is, is an individual. Self-esteem is important. An individual subjective evaluation of their own worth. Yes. Only you can do that for yourself. The belief that you're worthy of love, respect, and all good things mm-hmm. don't have to wait for you to make a certain amount of money. All right. And to round out the list that we have here, um, secure attachment. So a person who's not afraid to love and be loved mm-hmm. um, and does not tie another person's position in their life to their self-worth. Mm-hmm. A person with a secure attachment style can set boundaries for themselves and respect their partner's boundaries. They're honest, uplifting and can stand up for themselves. Right. Um, and then balance, a person who has and values balance, knows when to take the lead and when to be led. We've spoken about this on a former podcast, too. And I mean, we don't have to say all of these, but this last one, I think, is in, in per- perfect. Which one? Impeccable with their word. Mm-hmm. What they say they're going to do, they do. Mm-hmm. I think that's important. That is important. That's, to me, I think that's the, mm-hmm. mo- the most important of all of them. Mm-hmm. Being impeccable with your word. Mm-hmm. You know, saying, okay, I want to do this and I'm going to do this and doing it, doing it means yeah. a lot Follow in through. life. That to me is a huge value. And if you notice, all of these values are not surface level. Mm-hmm. These are all values that you can only find when you finally get to know someone. Yeah. You know I mean, saying? there's levels to this for sure. For sure. But that also shows you that you can't peg someone a high value or low value based on what you see on the Internet. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So, so realistically, it's impossible to decipher without getting to know someone if they are high value mm-hmm. 
-hmm. or low value person. With that being said, that means you have to take time to get to know people. You take time it doesn't to happen know, instantly. Nope, you got to grow. Yeah. And last one, grow, growth for focus. So a person who is always open to growth and expansion because nobody wants to be stagnant in life. Right. I would hope not. I've right. seen people fall apart because one person is growing continuously and the other person is complacent. All right. I think we got in a couple good points and then yeah. tid tidbits and stuff like that. Um, you guys can further the conversation. Go to our IG page. I'm sure we'll be posting about this yes. topic for sure. We'd love to hear from y'all. But we're going to take a quick break because we still want to hear more from y'all, of course, with listener letters. So we're going to get into some ads and we'll be right back. All right, ladies, let's be real. Who here actually enjoys shaving their legs? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I thought so. And get this, Nier, yes, Nier, the OG that I used for years, has now leveled up. And they have these new sensational shower creams and body creams that smell amazing. My personal favorite, coconut oil and vitamin E because it's gentle on my skin. And down to the body cream, rich cocoa butter and vitamin E body cream, which is a modern take on indulgent and classic femininity. Okay, it works in as little as three minutes, no nicks, no cuts, and the smooth skin lasts days longer than shaving. Nair's new sensational shower and body creams are free of all those nasty chemicals so you can feel good about what you're putting on your skin. Have a me time moment with Nair, the number one hair removal brand. Smell for yourself. Try the reformulated Nair body and shower creams available at retailers nationwide and online. There's power in every purchase because every time we buy a black lead brand, we make room for another black lead brand. And y'all know I love my lip bar products. That's just one to name a few. There is a whole collection of black lead products that fit into your daily routine. Show black founders some love, not just during Black History Month. But all year long. That's right, y'all. Black founders and the products they bring to the table are creating a whole new world of choices at Walmart. That's right. Go to walmart.com slash black and unlimited to discover all the amazing black owned products you can add to your daily routine. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Across Generations, where the voices of black women unite in powerful conversations. I'm your host, Tiffany Cross. Tiffany Cross. I want you all to join me and be a part of sisterhood, friendship, wisdom, and laughter. In every episode, we gather a seasoned elder. But even with a child, there's no such thing as the wrong thing if you love them. Myself, as the middle generation, I don't feel like I have to get married yeah. at this big age in life, but it is a desire I have and something that I've navigated in dating and a vibrant young soul for engaging intergenerational conversations. I'm very jealous of your generation <laughs> yeah. that didn't have to deal with Instagram and Tinder. This is Across Generations, where Black women's voices unite, and together, you know how we do, we create magic. We create magic. Listen to Across Generations podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. 
Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots as I sit down with inspiring women like Misty Copeland, Brooke Shields, Vanessa Hudgens, and so many more. We dive into how these women made their pivot and their mindset shifts that happened as a result. It's a podcast about women, their stories, and how their pivot became their success. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, back with listener letters. Let's jump in. Hey, Karina Deval, I need some advice. I left a very toxic five-year relationship in 2020. About nine months later, I met a guy and we hit it off. We were dating for about nine months and he recently broke up with me because he said I disturb his peace and that I'm damaged. Mm. Mm. I feel as though throughout the relationship, he picked me apart about what I needed to change about myself. Whereas I really brought up his issues for the sake of me being understanding of his circumstances. I kept asking him to be patient with me. I have deep-rooted trauma, childhood, sexual, etc. Something he was very aware of and claimed that he would always be there for me to work through it. I'm in therapy and working on unlearning unhealthy uh, communication styles and behaviors. One minute he's telling me he's so proud of me for my progress. The second I mess up, it's as if I've never showed any effort. It's very discouraging and honestly threw me off of my healing journey during our relationship. As in therapy, I've learned to have grace for myself, but in this relationship, there was no room for that. I was literally full of anxiety, scared to make mistakes. I'm stuck between feeling guilty for disturbing someone's peace and having grace for myself. I asked him if we could talk about it in person because I believe sometimes a transparent heart to heart can fix a lot, but he refused. Please help me wrap my mind around this. I know that self-love comes first, but am I wrong for wanting someone to love me through the difficult stages of my healing journey? Especially if I'm making an active effort to be a better human and not sit in my trauma. Love you guys. I want to just give Mm. you a hug. Yeah. I want to give you a hug. You know what's hard for me to watch? People who go through therapy, therapize other people. (laughs) You know, you know, someone go to one therapy session and they come out and start telling everybody they know about, about the, attachment, about the attachment styles. <laughs> like you went to one session. Now, you know what everybody else is dealing with. <laughs> right. It sounds to me like he has mm-hmm. gone to therapy mm-hmm. and now he's trying to diagnose her mm. with the, the therapy sessions he's been through. But I will also have to say this, right? Being honest. He, she says that one minute he's saying, you know, good job on the progress. He's proud of her. But then the next minute, he's pointing out something wrong. Mm-hmm. Just because someone points out something wrong doesn't mean that it's completely obliterated all the progress you've made. Mm-hmm. Like, Kadeen and I has had this issue. I could compliment Kadeen 10 days in a row about something. If on the 11th day I say I don't like this, then she says I don't ever do anything right. That's that not That should true. be feeling like that, though. It feels like that, but that's, that's not fair to yourself, and it's not fair to me. If I say to you 10 days in a row that I like your progress, I love what you're doing, I love what you're doing, and I say, hey, babe, you messed up here, you can't then negate the fact that for 10 days I, I was a positive reinforcement. It's just, hey, nobody's perfect. And I'm just trying to point out to you in that moment in real time that you might have done something that might have hurt me or could possibly hurt yourself. Mm-hmm. And you might want to fix it before it becomes a habit. Mm-hmm. And I think for a lot of people who aren't used to that level of criticism, it can feel daunting. Mm-hmm. You know, um, I tell Kay all the time, I do this to myself. I wake up every morning and I, and I think, I guess this is my form of meditation. I go over all of my interactions yesterday from the day prior and I say, dang, how could I have done that better? Did Mm -hmm. I do something wrong? Whether it's with my kids, whether it's with her, 
whether it's with uh, co-workers. It's like, did I say something that could have been seen as damaging? Could I have done this better? And I don't think that that's me nitpicking at myself. It's me constantly trying to be better. Mm. And um, I do also realize that I project that on people, you know, because even Jackson has told me at times, you, you know, I feel like I can't do anything right. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I don't, I don't want you to feel as if I'm nitpicking, but if I see something that can be a detriment to you or all of us, I got to say something in that moment. Because mm-hmm. if I don't say something and it happens again and again and again, when I finally say something and you're going to be like, well, why didn't you say something the first time? I get it. It's just hard. Sometimes it's hard to deal with, particularly yeah. as, a, as a 10 year old. So sometimes, cause I know as an adult, yeah. sometimes when you do do that to me, yeah. for example, I feel like I'm ready to crumble. Like, damn, I feel so inadequate in this moment. Right. But you're saying, Hey, I'm just trying to be proactive, not yeah. reactive. Yeah. So yeah, I get how he can see that. And it can be a lot for like a 10 year old, but in her circumstance here, I feel badly because she's like, she wants somebody who to just yeah. love on her while she's going through the things that she's going through. But some people also too, probably just don't want to sign up for that. Or they think that yeah. that's what they can sign up for and they can manage it. I mean, I feel like it's better for him to have walked away. Yeah, absolutely. Than to have stuck around and said he it's would deal with months. it. Yeah. Nine months is no time. He might just in, feel like it's just, yeah. It's, and it, it's probably he did hard to hear a favor. that. He, he did himself a favor and he did her a favor. Yeah. He would have been wrong for, and, and not for nothing, it seems as if he does have her best interest at heart because he did choose to walk away. Mm-hmm. Because he could have stayed there and dragged this out knowing that it's never going to work and not giving her an opportunity to meet someone who can value her enough to work with her through these hard times. You know, one thing I've learned in life is that when someone shows you who they are, believe them the first time. Yeah. Right? He says he wants to walk away. Ma, there are billions of people in the world. Yeah. There is someone there who is willing and able to love you the way you want to be loved. You don't have to beg or ask for that person. Right. It might have seemed nice in the moment, especially mm-hmm. coming out of a five-year toxic relationship. Right. And you figure, too, in 2020, that was like probably roundabout pandemic yeah. time, too. Everybody was dealing with a lot time. of things. Yeah, dealing mm-hmm. with a lot of issues. And, you know, as my wise, wise grandmother once said, every or avim stick a bush. I'm not sure if I can translate. I actually I can translate for you she guys. She just call niggas hoes. Every every or <laughs> and I'm talking about the gardening tool has its stick in the bush. Meaning, you will find your person. I'm shaking okay? my head right now. You will find your person. You couldn't find a better Grandma analogy. Grandma <laughs> Brian said, "Every or I've been stick a bush, and you will find your stick in the so, bush." Right now, what you're telling people, all holes going to be stuck in bushes at some point. Well, somebody's going to be the <laughs> hole holder and somebody going to be the stick. So, okay. That's a, that's a great okay. analogy, Ellis. That's a yes. great analogy, Ellis. All right. But now I feel what you're saying, though. She, um, <laughs> there's somebody for everybody. There's somebody for everybody. That's all I say. I get it. There's somebody for everybody. <laughs> there's, somebody, there's a fish full of, full of pe- a sea full of fish. Don't touch my fucking fish. It's my, <laughs> my fish. fish. Thank you. Oh, my gosh. My wife crazy. I have no idea. And number two. Number two. First off, shout out to you both for making big things happen as a couple and always striving for more. Hashtag couple goals. We received that. Although we hate the term couple goals, we received that. We love you. you Thank you. Thank you. My boyfriend and I have been dating for 2.5 years. He's 36 and I'm 30. I'm a very outgoing, energetic person. And most times on the go, he's the total opposite. He's such a homebody and frequently just wants to chill. (laughs) <laughs> His, the difference has been conflicting over these couple of years, but I've taken it upon myself to appreciate how his different style has positively contributed to the relationship. We started dating in almost three years. Uh, we started dating in almost three months in COVID happened. 
So more than half of our relationship happened during quarantine. That's tough for anybody. Mm-hmm. We are just now starting a normal, quote unquote, life and experiencing real life situations as a couple. He just returned to the workforce after being unemployed during COVID. Congratulations. But he's so unhappy at his job every day. It's a different complaint. And in my attempt to be a supportive girlfriend, I just listen, but it's also taking a toll on me. I would describe him as a dreamer. He has big dreams of owning multiple businesses, but I rarely see the tenacity, this is what you just talked Mm -hmm. about, Kay, that I think it takes to accomplish this. I hate to sound judgmental, but at 36, I can't understand what went wrong. We don't live together nor have children, and I stay a county apart, about an hour and a half drive. Jesus. Mm. Although I do enjoy my independence, we have talked about moving in and the future together, but are currently working on aligning our finances to get to that point. And living apart has brought its own issues. We are both terrible communicators in our own way. He'll go MIA on me for hours and simply brush it off with, I had my phone on D&D because of work, or I fell asleep, etc. I'm terrible at expressing my emotions so many times. Um, I've had to just go with it, but exist with that icky feeling in my stomach. We all hate that. I've grown to love him, but constantly have doubts. This will work out forever. I've been in a toxic relationship before, so it definitely left me with some damage, but I'm hopeful this time around it's different. Should I stick around to find out? Hmm. <laughs> dum, dum, dum. That was long. The plot thick is I had to scroll back up because I was like, how long? So where we are again? <laughs> so two and a half years. Okay, that was my question. Can't nobody tell you if you should stick yeah, around. So like, you I'm know. Very, I'm kind of indifferent you know. with this one. Girl. I think both of you have to put the work in necessary to make it work. And if, if you know both, you're terrible communicators, y'all both know that, then that's something that you may have to, you if you think it's worth it, it you got to work on it. You got to maybe if two and a half years in, if you see that there's really potential here and y'all love each other like that, maybe seek therapy to see how you can better communicate with each other because your styles may be different. Yo. I don't know, but does he look like your forever man? Is that how you feel? Their relationship sounds like every relationship. They've been together two and a half years. They don't communicate properly. They have different lifestyles. One right. is more ambitious than the other. Like right. that's one's a dreamer. Every one's relationship. not going. One's not. Yeah. Do you love this person? Yes right. or no? Right. If you do love this person, you have to be of service. We talk about this all the time. Be of service to helping them become a better person. And are you willing to work? And that's it. At it. That's it. Like it's all. It's it's nice to say like, oh, love is easy and, and relationships shouldn't require work and they should be easy and seamless. No, the fuck they ain't. <laughs> they require work. And if you feel like putting in the work to make this work, then make it work. If you don't, you don't. That's the key. You just got to want to do it. You have like, to want to. Like you no, to make the choice every day. Yes. And, and that's, that's ultimately what people don't want to hear. Should I? Should I? Should I? No. Listen, listen. We can't tell you what you should do. What we can say is, in our relationship, I want to be married. Ditto. I, I want to be with this woman. I want to be monogamous. So I take the necessary steps to create a safe space for both of us. Same. For for that. Like there's there's no magic potion. There's there was no prayer. There was no I just want that. Because like, to be honest, sis, let me t- let me break it down real quick for you. The way you explained your boyfriend and your and yourself in the beginning is very similar to me and Deval. Yeah. Um, he's 36, I'm 30. Clearly, I'm 30 and Deval's 36. Yo, um, he's He's outgoing and energetic. Cat. I am the opposite. I actually like to be inside. I'm actually a little bit more of an introvert. Introvert. 
Um, these are all things. Our communication styles are very different. Extremely different. So we are really no different than y'all, except we want to be here. Because if we didn't want to be here, we probably would have, we yeah. definitely would have been broken up a long time ago. And we both want to be here. Yeah. If I wanted to be here and she didn't, I would have been chasing. It would have became, it would become exhausting. Absolutely. If she wanted to be here and I didn't, that's really what it is. You have mm -hmm. to find someone who has just as invested in the relationship working as you. Period. There's, there's no timetable that can tell you when to figure out to stop. There's no list that can tell you if this person's the right one. It's just a want to. Like, do you want to do this? And if you notice that that person wants to do it, then let's do it. It's, it's really that simple. Like, like, nobody else can tell you. You know. That's it. You know. That's it. And that's it. That's all we got for y'all today. Yes. <laughs> if you'd like to be featured on a list of letter, email us at deadassadvice at gmail.com. Triple loves to hear from y'all. That's I right. I promise you. That's does. right. Triple. Triple. That's D-E-A-D-A-S-S-A-D-V-I-C-E at gmail.com. Moment of truth time. Moment right. of truth. Have high value. We're talking high value men and women, the list of things. Um, I really just feel like the, the the definition or the term high value is relative to what you're in the market for. Mm. If you want certain things, these are the things that you're going to be looking for. Just be honest and upfront about what those things are. Mm. I think that saves people a lot of the headache and the work and the, the, the time mm -hmm. that we're taking investing into these interactions that can potentially go nowhere mm -hmm. if you want to be in it for a good time not a long time let us know or let them know not go. us don't tell me let them know if you're looking and you're dating with the intention to eventually find a life partner let that be clear yes. and then put yourself accordingly in those circles the networks so i have a, a couple of moment of truth the first one goes back to the very beginning the value of a person is determined by the person willing to pay the cost. That's number one, right? Number two, you can't be upset at Kevin Samuels or anyone else who is showing you what people are saying they want in the opposite sex, mm -hmm. right? Don't, don't kill a messenger. Mm -hmm. you, may, you may not like the way he delivers his message, but he's getting his information from the internet Mm -hmm. And that leads me to number three. And people the are clearly seeking it too. People, people are seeking it. Yes. But but that leads me to number three. The internet is not a real place, right? Just because the internet says this is what value is or high value doesn't mean that that's true. Because the vast majority of people discussing stuff on the internet often live in extremes, mm -hmm. right? The internet has showed us that. The extremists are always the loudest. Mm -hmm. And the people who exist in the middle, which are the majority, very rarely have a voice. So don't get stuck on the on the Internet trying to figure out that. And the last thing I want to say in all of this is if you're really seeking what high value is because you're looking for someone to spend the rest of your life with, the best people to ask are people who have successfully done what you're achieving. That's right? any. So. If you're if you're interested in what a high value man looks like as a woman, how about you ask a high value woman who's been married to a high value man for a long period of time, as opposed to going to the Internet to have single people who haven't found what they're looking for. Tell you <laughs> what their version of high value is. Find a couple that you feel have put values in the right place. 
right? Because we've already proven today that value is not only de uh, dedicated to finances. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of other things that are dedicated to value. So find a couple. If you're seeking to be in a monogamous relationship, another thing is everybody's not seeking to be in a monogamous relationship, and that's okay. Yep. But if you are, find that couple and ask that couple, what were the things you valued in your partner? And then say to yourself, are those the things that I'm willing to be, number one, mm -hmm. if I want to be of high value? Yes. And, and, and am I seeking the same thing? Right. And that's really how you can find And what am truth. I possessing? Yeah. Yes. Find that couple. Just don't call us because we tired of talking to y'all. <laughs> don't call us. I'm not actually. <clears throat> I'm not. I like talking about this Social stuff. butterfly outgoing. You see? Introvert. Her Introvert. Friend. She don't be want to talk to nobody. No, I don't. She be sending everybody away, much. sending the kids away. <laughs> no, I'm not like, my babies. Come, come here. Not Your my mother babies. don't want to talk. It's all right. I'm talking to my babies and you occasionally. Everybody else. You be talking to my babies all D &D. the time. D&D. Phones on. Do you not disturb. That. You missed that. What? I said you be talking to my babies all the time. <laughs> no pause. <laughs> Haggy as fuck, bro. <laughs> I swear to God. <laughs> well, be sure to find us on social media us. at Dead Ass the Podcast. I am Deval. And, and Kadeen, I am. And if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, be sure to rate, please, review, please, and subscribe. Tell a friend. All that. Dead, Dead ass. ass. <laughs> Dead Ass is a production of iHeartMedia Podcast Network and is produced by Denora Pena and Tribble. Follow the podcast on social media at Dead Ass the Podcast and never miss a thing. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. It's a simple truth. No matter who you are, mental health challenges can affect you, and how you manage them can make all the difference. That's why everyone should have access to mental health support that meets them where they are and helps them get through. BetterHelp provides online therapy on your schedule. It's flexible, simple to use, and more affordable than in-person therapy. Connect with a licensed therapist selected just for you. Learn more at BetterHelp.com. That's BetterHelp.com. It's time to celebrate Black History Month at the Walmart Black and Unlimited Clock. One at Flatiron Plaza in New York City and one at Ovation Hollywood in Los Angeles from 8 a.m. to 8 p.m. With giveaways dropping every hour on the hour, it's a perfect time to try, like, and share Black-led products. It's free for everyone, and it's your chance to see how you can level up your daily routine with black-led products that are creating a new world of choices at Walmart. Trust, you don't want to miss it.